0: Welcome everyone to another episode of the podcast. Before we get into a very exciting episode today, as always, quick housekeeping, make sure you follow me on Instagram at Felix.Levine, I post small clips of all my episodes on there. And YouTube, super important, you know, do that whole shebang, the like, the comment, the subscribe, of course, you can do that by searching my name Felix Levine there on YouTube. Uh, All the content goes there in its full video versions, clips, um, potential new content down the line, it will obviously always be there. So please make sure that you are subscribed there. That is a huge, huge help. And of course, reach out to me, um, ways I can improve the show, things that you want to see or hear, people you want to see or hear, uh, reach out to me on Instagram, Via DM or email Felix Levine, WTG at gmail.com. You can also find that on my website, felix-levine.com, for all of my contact information. I think that's it for the housekeeping and my guest today. He is one of the hottest prospects in the fight game and arguably the most entertaining to listen to. I am super excited to have him on my show. Please welcome Patty the Baddie Pimblet. Live. Paddy the Patty. Pimblet, thank you so much for uh taking the time today. I am uh super excited to have you on my show. More than welcome, lads,
1: a pleasure to be here. You
0: know that. I told you a few seconds ago, is there something that the world doesn't know already about Patty the Batty?
1: Well, I'm half an open book, lad, everyone half knows everything about me anyway, but um one that I've just thought of right then, literally before we started, um when I was about seven, eight, I was in junior school, I uh, I had child arthritis in my legs. And... Both? Yeah. It was bad, lad. I remember waking up some... Woke up a good few times, lad, in in bits. I remember one time waking up at like four in the morning. And, lad, when you're seven, eight, waking up at four in the morning is not normal. <laughs> <laughs> you're like... What the fuck? I woke up, like... Ah, screaming, lad. I couldn't straighten one of my legs. Me le- Like, I couldn't straighten one of them. I had to keep my leg bent. I couldn't... F- fully straighten it out. Like when, uh, funny because people in the street, obviously I was I had mates in the street and I'd be like, lad, I was on crutches. Why are you on crutches? Like, lad, I've got arthritis. No, you haven't. Old people have got arthritis. You haven't got arthritis. Like, lad, I have. promise you now I've got arthritis. I had to get me mates to come to ours and I had to say in front of me mum, what have I got wrong with me? You know what I mean? Or me nan, or me dad. I had to get people to ours and say, what's wrong with me? And they like, watch me take me tablets. But, Obviously, I grew out of it, and it just it shocks people to this day because now I'm very flexible, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was about to say, with all those flying triangles, it's like... I can like... get my legs in all my positions, I can put my leg behind my head, you know what I mean? So it's it's mad the way my flexibility is like that, because it, it shouldn't be. My legs should be fucked.
0: Wait, so how many how many years did you kind of suffer from that
1: arthritis? Uh, about two or three years when I was a kid, yeah. And it was fully years. gone? And then it just went, yeah was mad. just went. I don't know if it was the stuff the doctors were giving me or it was literally, I grew. I grew out of it. You know what I mean? So uh, I've got no idea. It was, but it was just weird. Like, like waking up as a kid, lad, and just screaming the outstand because I couldn't move my legs. My leg was either like stuck like that or stuck like that. And I couldn't move it. If I moved it, like was, it was in agony. What were
0: you like generally
1: as a, as a kid? Were you a, a wild man like you are now? Yeah, I was a little fucker, like. well, I was, lad, like, a little fucker. Not gonna lie about it, lad, I was. I was um I was very annoying to the older people, lad. You know what I mean? I'd just be nonstop, non stop, nonstop. Remember uh, like my sister's like eleven years older than me, lad, and obviously she'd come to us with a boyfriend when I was younger, she's still with the same she's married to the same lad now, Dale. And lad, I must have used to do his in, you know. I fought back now, lad, when he used to just be sitting with our he lad, just like just watching something. I'd be sitting downstairs shouting up, hey, Dale this has happened on the wrestling. And he's shouting down, going, yeah, lad, yeah, yeah. Just pretending to be arsed when he doesn't give a fuck. You know what I mean? And thinking back now, I was just I was thinking to myself, what, I was an annoying little bastard back then, weren't I? He must have thought, go away, lad, I'm just chilling with your sister. <laughs> and you went to you went to an all-boys school, yeah? Yeah, yeah, we I went to an all-boys school. It was funny, lad. Like Stuff in an all-boys school, it couldn't happen if there was girls there, because people like, oh, I'm embarrassed to do that some stupid proper stupid shit went down lad. what's the crazy Bro- what's the craziest story you could think of from your time there's in- loads oh, of boys. mad stories lad. like I remember people bringing these little fart bags in what stunk and the teachers going bananas over them saying oh they can make they can make people pregnant have miscarriages and lad, they went bananas over it and it was a fart bag literally it's all it was a fart bag people throw it it'd smell the room up one of the assistant and the teachers, lad, went bananas. That can make one of the teachers have a miscarriage. <sighs> I thought it was heavy. Do you have a
0: favourite childhood memory, just in general, that you feel like kind of summed up uh, your yeah. entire
1: life growing up? I don't know, to be honest, that lad. I think back to Liverpool winning the Champions League in 2005, because I can remember watching that in me, it was watching it in my nuns. Liverpool were getting beat 3-0 at half-time. And then I went next door and started watching it with Louis next door. Um, he was went, a good luck charm. 3-1, 3-2, 3-3. When we scored, his, his dad said, you're not going back next door, you're staying here. You know what I mean? Then me and him, we were only like 10 or... I was 10, I think he was 11. Lad we ran down the road and our, it naked, <laughs> swinging our Liverpool tops <laughs> round our heads, You know, <laughs> know what I mean? Oh, sick, sick, you know. Looking back, thinking back to shit like that now, lad, when you're you're younger. And then the next time Liverpool won the Champions League, I was in the stadium. Fucking brilliant. (laughs) What's it like for you, you know,
0: obviously growing up in Liverpool and now, you know, I'm sure getting recognised on the streets and being their,
1: you know, their beloved next future generation star? To to be honest, that's been happening in Liverpool for years. Ever since I said Scousers don't get knocked out in 2006. They don't? In 2016, I've been getting pictures non-stop. I mean, like, by ours, it's normal when I go for something to eat or when I go for a bevy with my mates or my missus. It's normal, lad, for people to just come over and say, oh, can I have a picture? So I'm I'm used to it. It's weird now that it's happening in other countries and other cities and stuff like that. But as I say, I, I'm used to it. I, I always knew what was coming, lad. I knew I'd have one fight, one interview, and I'd blow up, and it's happened.
0: Why do you, Why do you think in your head... You've blown up the way you have. It's just the person that I means the fighting. Just being
1: myself, lad. Being myself. That's all I'm being. You know what I mean? And people like that. People like it when people be themselves. People don't like it when people put acts on and try and be someone they're not. And that's not what I do. I just be me, lad. You find, you speak to me in a podcast, lad. You speak to me in an interview. You bump into me on the street. You bump into me at a show. I'm the same kid.
0: Do you feel the pressure, though, to, um, you know to kind of up the ante as you go? I don't feel pressure, lad. Never.
1: No such thing as pressure. <laughs> Pressure's always, just, you put it on yourself, lad. I don't feel pressure, lad, there's no point in feeling it. You put pressure on your own shoulders. No one else can do it, you do it to yourself. That's, I- what, all the, um, that's what all the commentators were saying about me and me last fight. Oh, he's put so much pressure on himself coming into this fight by the way he's talking. I haven't, that's just me. <laughs> I'll talk like that because that's me and I won't, that's not pressure lad, like, pressure's fighting in front of your own friends lad, when you're going into the fight injured lad, that's, that's pressure, that's when you need to worry, when you're going into a fight injured and doing five rounds in front of your own fans, and you know that your body's not up to it. Is that, then you're referring to that? Yeah, my wrist, the, the, yeah, the scars are disgusting lad, Is it <laughs> that one and that one. Is it fully recovered now? Um, that, that'll never be fully recovered. What's the, and it's the mobility? It's more, yeah, it's more twin, lad. It's stupid shit, lad, like turning my key in my door. What's annoying? Like, punching people, lad, it doesn't make a difference. (laughs) I'll fucking still punch people in the face of it, lad. Know what I mean? That, that impact doesn't hurt. It's stupid little things like turning my key in the door. (laughs) 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 Know what I mean? But I'll still knock anyone out with the right hand, lad. (laughs) (laughs) Or choke anyone with it. But it's, as I say, it's the little flimsy things, lad. Like, that's what's most annoying about the wrist. And they'll never, they'll never be able to fix that? Even I don't though. think so, lad, I don't think so. But who gives a fuck, lad? I'm going to carry on punching people in the head with these hands, lad, so I don't need them fixing just yet anyway, lad. I'll wait, till, I'll wait till another 10, 15 years, lad, and I'm not here punching people in the head no more.
0: Do you think about when you think of your goals in those next 10, 15 years, is that something
1: that you set for yourself? Um, yeah, I know, you know what I mean? I don't look too far into the future. It's always about your next fight. Because if you don't win your next fight, you have not got the ones after that. So you don't want to plan too far ahead. But I got asked a question the other day: What where do you want to be in a year or two, lad? And I just I want to smash another few people's heads in, and I want more zeros on my bank account
0: What feels better to you, smashing someone's head in or choking them out unconscious?
1: Either all that, either all, because you 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 making the person quit either way. Well, saying that you're not because you're shutting the lights out if you knock them out, so. It's probably better to submit them because you're making them quit, you know what I mean? You're forcing that submission on them and making them not want to do it no more. So you feel good when you make that person yeah, quit? Yeah, of course, lad. Make them, good. make them feel like a little bitch, lad, then you don't tell them. <laughs> but, but do you
0: think it's, it's like strictly because you're looking for that, that, that feeling of like, um, better than you? Or is it that you um, just...
1: Nah. Like I would never think I'm better than someone as an individual or a, a human not being. You know what I mean? But I think I'm better than everyone as a fighter, lad. That's just... If you don't think you're better than everyone as a fighter, you're in the wrong sport. Have you always been this confident? Yeah. <laughs> since you were young? Eh, no, not since I was a little kid, lad. When I first started getting into fighting, lad, and... I heard you got beat up in the gym by rea- some girls. Realising how good I was. Yeah, that was my first ever session, lad. That's what you were telling. Yeah, I, th- I, uh, I was telling James English about that, lad. The fella who does podcast back in England. I listened to him. Um, and if you've looked at the comments on the YouTube page, Wait, I didn't see it. Millie commented on it. No, the girl <laughs> who's spinning backfisted me. She commented on it. What did she say? Saying, "Ah, oh, I remember this paddy, You know what I mean. Just
0: so people who are listening, it's uh, you did a great podcast with the, his name's James English. Yeah, yeah. And you're talking about your first, I think, sparring session and you were with a girl and she just absolutely was going to
1: town on you. I was 15, lad. Millie, shout out to Millie. Yeah, shout out to Millie from Brazil. She was a beast on her face Come in, lad. She She head kicked you, no? No, she spin and backfisted me, lad. She probably (laughs) had kicked me before it, lad, but it was the spin and backfist what was the? Ooh! She hit me with a spin and backfist, lad, and I I went, whack, 15, and proper took me head back. And there was three coaches stood behind the desk and all three of them went, ooh. (laughs) And that's when you knew. Like I know all three coaches, are like fucking hell. She's just whacked him there. You knew you're just being proper whacked. <laughs> you, <laughs> you were how old, which and when you got proper whacked by uh, Millie, yeah, uh, fifteen. Wow, fifteen. That's what I mean. A few months later, lads, she went home and come back, and I'd obviously got a bit better. And I mostly it a few months later, but uh, she didn't have no quit, and I like give her a due. She'd always, she'd always keep coming forward. She'd have good spars with lads in the gym. Know what I mean? Uh, mainly the, the younger ones, because she was only about 50 kilo or something. She was, lad. I was only about 50 kilo when I first joined, so she used to go with the younger lads, yeah. and she used to fucking hold it all.
0: <laughs> and at what point in your life did you know, I want to be
1: a mixed martial artist full-time? Um, it was after, obviously after my first fight, I was like, yeah, this is, this is unbelievable. This, this is the best feeling in the world, getting your land raised. So I wanted to do it from then, but like, obviously I had a few... A few things here and there where I was going to walk away from the sport. Especially when you, I think when I was, after I'd lost my first fight, I was four and one. Uh, all my mates were making money doing other things outside of MMA and stuff, obviously, because none of them do MMA. They're making money doing other things that I could have started doing and started making money myself. And I thought, oh, I don't know what to do. And then my coach after like sat me down and just said, listen, you can go far. You need to screw get your head screwed on. And I went on an hour fight with the streak, lad, and after that and become a featherweight champion of the world. So it was it was worth
0: it. But how did you, you know, kinda get your mind right in that sense at that moment in time when you had
1: some of those self doubts? Um lad, it wasn't even self doubts, it was just money. At the time, lad, it was money. MMA doesn't pay very well. well, when you're at the, the lower echelons, it doesn't, you know what I mean? As I say, I was four and one, lad. I didn't deserve to get paid much because yeah. I was four and one. I was only a young kid. Um, I had to prove myself until I would to finally start earning money. And a few fights later, I was proving myself and I did start to earn money. And it was worth the wait, 100%. Really?
0: Do you remember what it was like when you got, like, your biggest paycheck at that time?
1: Did you Yeah, the, the Cage Warriors one, lad. When I, I up for the Cage Warriors, lad, um, when I won the belt, they gave me a new contract. So I would turn the UFC down and stay with Cage Warriors. And um it, half have got to me at the first lad. Don't know what I mean? When you get that first big paycheck, and everyone's like, "Ah, oh, paddy this, paddy that," lad. Everyone's licking your ass. You know, um, you that of falls off at first, lad. You uh, you forget yourself a bit, and I did for a few months. And it took uh, it took me to lose a few things in my life and to lose a fight to realize what I was up to.
0: I think you also in that uh, I think it was that James English interview. Um, you talk about I think after your first loss, crying. um kind of like all the
1: time that, that's after every lost that lad. but that was after my last loss that one i was just depressed lad proper badly depressed but what was it what was it was it just the fact that you lost was all no, because i went into that fight with a broken hand and in the first round i had him in a reunited choke and if if me hand, i didn't have surgery three months before the fight i would have just squeezed and put him to sleep you know what i mean but i couldn't because there was no strength in me arm and then where I was squeezing for like three min, three and a half, four minutes, I, in between the first and the second round, I went back to the corner and was like, "Clad like, my arms, and they were like, just, just crack on. I went out and I won the next round. And then from then on, lad, like, everything just, like, I broke my hand in the second round again. So I punched him in the second round. And where I'd had surgery three months before that one, I broke my hand again. That's why I had to get another surgery after the fight. So, um... Lad, that was what made that worse I was that close from winning and then I'd just wake up every morning after that fight lad, and sit there and cry for about half an hour that was that that was what I was doing I was in a routine of doing that because I couldn't even go and train because of my hand I had to get more surgery so I couldn't even go and train lad and like not think about it so when you're on the mat lad you don't think about it, nothing else doesn't matter what the fuck's going on at home lad, or what the fuck's going on in the world when you get on the mat and start rolling with someone, all you're worrying about is them not snapping your arm or choking you. So you don't have to worry about, what am I having for me tea later? Fucking, oh, shit, I haven't been shopping and got the dog's food. You know what I mean? You don't worry about shit like that, lad, because you're on the mat and you're rolling. Is that what you love most about, it? Yeah, you you forget about everything else. You know what I mean? Everything's just... Everything takes a back seat, lad, when you're on the mat and you're out of sparring or you're rolling. You don't want to get choked, you don't want to get punched. So I always say to people, there's like a stress release. People who are like stressed out of their head, go and roll, go and do some Jiu Jitsu. Especially if you want to learn some self defense. It's perfect for it, lad. A lot of people don't realize that. A lot of people think, oh no, I need to punch, I need to punch. But if someone tries to punch you, lad, you can easily just reverse it and sit them on their ass and go, lad, do it again and I'll fucking choke you. <laughs>
0: Have you gone into any, uh, or did you get into any street fights when you
1: were when you were young? Um, no, not really, lad. I wasn't. Wasn't that st- wild? No, I'm not a big street fighter or nothing like that. Um, I had a few fights as a young kid in did secondary school. Um, I had most of them, I did, yeah. One of them, no one won, lad. Fucking someone banged on a window and we both had to run away. <laughs> we, was at, we were fighting in someone's front garden, lad. Someone banged on the window. We were. <laughs> <laughs> both just ran away, lad, dead quick. But, uh... Yeah, I have never. I was never really a street fighter, nothing like that. A lot of people say that's how they get into MMA and stuff like that. I went not lad. I was you, a small kid.
0: You never, because, you know, obviously, I mean, you talk to fighters and some of them, uh, you know, it's they had depression or anger or something that got them into it. For you, it wasn't,
1: it was just kind of the love of the sport. Yeah, just wanted to do it. I, went, I just went to the next gen, lad, after. I'd watched a few UFC fights, obviously. The first one I watched properly was Clay Green versus Diego Sanchez. Then I watched UFC 103 and I just went a few weeks later, and I was a natural at Jiu-Jitsu, you know what I mean? It. I was just a natural, straight away. Uh, I started to get onto things. Like in my first session, I was just near the guillotine on someone who was there for like six months already. So I, I caught onto things quite quick when it comes to jiu and I've got no quit in me, lad. I never have had. Like, even when I was a little kid in there, winding the fucking 30-year-old men up, lad, and he would choke on me out, I'd go to sleep, wake up, and start laughing at them. <laughs> I would, lad. So, in the end, he'd say, oh, I'm not even going to mess with him no more because I'd just wake up and carry on annoying you.
0: What was your, what was your family's reaction when you told them you, wanna,
1: you wanted to do this full time? Um, i got kicked out of ours at one point. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I went to college. I went to college, lad, and the college was a joke. The college, um, you'd have to pick three lessons and do something. You'd have to pick three different subjects and do citizenship as well citizenship was just an hour a week so what I had citizenship? like citizenship? you tell me lad <laughs> citizenship's load of bollocks just sit there and say oh yeah say thank you to him and all stupid shit like that lad but you're meant to pick three subjects and then citizenship was an hour a week I picked three subjects but I ended up dropping one of them so where I dropped one of them I only had the two subjects in citizenship lad the college sent a letter to me I was like I weren't turning up to the other the other class but I dropped it so they sent a letter to me house like I was sagging school, you know what I mean? Like I weren't going. So I ended up having murder with my mum on the phone. This she is like a, you? Yeah. This is like this is like a week before my biggest amateur fight. What is that? And I got kicked out of my house a week before my biggest amateur fight. And then again, lad, a couple of months later, I had murder with my mum again and got kicked out before my pro debut. You know what I mean, lad? At first Where'd you go and stay? Um a friends. Just in a friends, lad. And then when I fought Col Rigby, lad, that, that big amateur fight on the Monday, where I'd been kicked out of ours, I ate meat and chips that night because I didn't have nothing else to eat. You know what I mean? I'm sitting with my mate, so had to order the food, I got meat and chips. And it was on the Monday, I was weighing in on the Friday, lad, to fight on the Saturday.
0: It's a crazy, I mean, you guys live a crazy life. Oh, yeah, you.
1: we do. We live a, a mad, fucked up life, lad. I always say this. People don't understand what an MMA fighter's life, lad. Like, but you enjoy it. Yeah, I love it, me. I do. I love it, lad. It's uh, it's indescribable, lad, the feeling. I say to people, like, the only... F- I- I've never had a child, lad, but the only feeling I can compare to getting your hand raised is having a child. When you're in that cave and you get your hand raised and... You just start screaming, lad. It's not like it. Do you, uh, do you anticipate having a child one day? Oh,
0: yeah. That's something that... Yeah,
1: yeah, right. I'm How I'm many? How many? Well, I've got a brother and a sister, lad, so I want to have the same one, three. Three.
0: Two, boys, girls, what's the... Dis- the I'd, I'd rather have a boy first. A boy first? Yeah. And then a girl? And then a boy. And then a boy? Yeah, that'd be nice. I feel like two more patty the Baddies would be menaces. I would,
1: like... My, like, I have my sister's the eldest, and then I've got an older brother, and then me. You know what I mean? So, so you to Girl, boy, boy. But I'd rather have a boy first, mate. Would you Would you let him get into MMA? Yeah, if he wanted to. I mean, it's completely up to them, isn't it? Like... My dad never forced me to do anything. And I found what I wanted to do. That's what I reckon happened with most kids. Dad. Nowadays, you've got your different options. Dad. I'll just make sure that he doesn't sit in the house all day and play an Xbox or a PlayStation because them kids are just hams. <laughs> <laughs> are you the uh, Are you the only fighter of the family? Um, yeah. My uncle, who dad was a big fighter, but he wasn't a boxer or nothing. He's just like a street fighter.
0: And when you're, I'm curious also, I wanted to go back to, uh, you know, when, either when you're trying to get out of a funk or you need advice, is there someone in, in your life, whether it's, you know, on a personal side or on the MMA's front, that you go to to, to get that kind of advice?
1: Yeah, there's multiple people in my life, lads. Like, I have me, me mates by ours. I have me family. My dad's one of the main people I go to if I need to speak to you about anything. I and mean, then I have me coach, well, me coaches, Ellis, Paul, Adam. And I've got, I've got... A, a good group of people around me, lad. That's like from day one, and I know that they, I know that they've got my best interests at heart. You know what I mean? I went through a phase a few years ago of listening to dickheads and hanging around with people who didn't have my best interests at heart and just cared about themselves. So I I learnt a few lessons on that front.
0: How did you kind of gauge that they might have not had your best interests? Or you just realized a few months later, lad comes to you, you know what I mean? But is it just people trying to clout
1: chase and Yeah, that's it, lad. People want to get in nightclubs with you lad and wanna fucking just say, Oh, I was with Paddy the Baddy the other day, shit like that, you know what I mean? People jump on the bandwagon lad and it's it's irritating. But but at the time it's not like at the time, lad, you made up, you're like, Oh everyone wants to be your mate. And that's why I'm glad that happened to me and I was 21, 22, twenty one, twenty because it made me realise fucking what an idiot I was and like shit like that. Now. There's certain people around me, lad, and that's it. I've got me manager, me coaches, me mates who are me day ones, lad, from by ours, and me family, So? And you have your long-term girlfriend, yeah? Yeah. We've and you guys have been team. together for how long? Ten years. <sighs> Since you were? I was 16, she was 15. Wow. It's a long time. It's like, a long... <laughs> yeah, it's a long time, like, very long <laughs> On time. On and off, or...? F- um... At the to start a little bit on and off, lad, but we've been together now consistently for like five, six years, lad, that don't fail. What's the, what's the best relationship advice you have from
0: uh, From your experiences? Do as you're told. <laughs> she, g- she gives you orders?
1: She She tries to, like, I feel like you don't, you don't accept orders. Though. No, but, lads, it's just better doing as you're told by your bed. It's just better doing as you're told. i would make life easier. What's What's the one thing that she's always telling you to do that you, you're like, what the fuck? Everything, swear, so, lad. I get more at that every day to tidy up. i like, I still get flipped on, lad because we've been in our house now since last December and I haven't cooked at a tea or put a wash on. But I can't put a wash on and I'm not a good cook, so I don't know what she wants from me. <laughs> I'm not Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> But what if, you, okay, what
0: if you learn to cook? Maybe she would- Yeah, be if hot. I learned
1: to cook, like, my dad's a proper heavy cook, No, but lad.
0: for her, like, she, to, to, to show her that and you I'm love in her. I'm in the gym
1: every day, lad. I haven't got time to go on, <laughs> go on some heavy chef course, lad. I'm in the gym every day training, lad.
0: So you don't cook, you haven't cooked a single meal? I've cooked, like, cheese on toast and that. <laughs> that doesn't count. It does, though,
1: because I've made it from scratch. About, okay, tea? Like, just, you live have to chuck the, the water into the, the pot. Oh, a cup of tea? Yeah, I'll do it a cup of tea. That's, okay. that's fucking light work. Cover is not on, lad, because it's easy, easy but And she wants you to start making salt and pepper chicken and fried rice from scratch, lad. It's, nah, that ain't me. <laughs> is, she, is she a good cook? Yeah, she is. I like, have went to cook a few scans before, and as I go to start cooking and doing shit, she just walks over and goes, no, no, <laughs> I'll just do it, I'll just do it. And I'm like, I said I'll cook. She's like, no, I'll just do it, I'll just do it. Move, move. So you can't win, lad. You go to cook, and you get moaned at because you're going to make a mess. And, and then, like... Do you know what I mean? Just get my own that, lad. So, Does your cooking taste like shit when you've tried it? Um, no. Depends what I'm cooking. What's the best thing you've cooked? <sighs> um, going back now to years ago, lad, to food tech in, in school. I used to cook salt and pepper chicken and fried rice <laughs> in school. I, lad, I, I like the simple things, lad. One of my favourite things to make is just a bowl of cereal. I mean, granted it's not that hard to make No, lad, cereal Life's easy know what I mean? Some crunchy nuts Some milk You're done, lad <laughs> Seconds Not even minutes, lad Seconds And you're getting your fill in your stomach You know what I mean? Cheese on toast takes a few minutes che- Come on, cheese on toast? Beans and sausage on toast is sound. But that's another one Just quick in the microwave Three minutes, boom I have that weird cheese on as well. Cheese makes anything better. <laughs> anything. Literally, <laughs> I can put cheese on anything, lad. I love, because I saw that there's that one um, hilarious interview, I think
0: it was with MMA On Point, where you're yeah, yeah. eating a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. and I mean, burgers. Lad, I'll and... be honest, that's possibly my favorite interview of all time. No, honest. And I, I could tell you were so happy. Yeah, lad. I, you were eating different kinds of burgers. When I, I'm just chicken. happy
1: when I eat food, lad. You said, I think you said
0: you'd be on that like t- fat show if you... Yeah, lad. You'd be Patty the Fatty. I'd be a diabetic.
1: <laughs> and I'd have high cholesterol. I would. I'd be terrible, lad. Like, my favourite drink's Cherry Coke, lad. But you're a fucking fighter. You're I know. A... So I have to just drink water for eight weeks and fucking shit. But when... <laughs> but when you're not in fight camp, you eat like a... Yeah, when I'm not in fight camp, I'm a fat bastard, lad, Tebby. That's why I'm what, what fat. Are you at, what are you at right now? Uh, well, lad, because of being in San Diego and stuff with my manager, lad, he's had me... He's had me on a little strict diet, lad, for a few days. That's so all. Feeds I, you salads and carrots. Yeah. When I got when I went to San Diego, when I got on that flight, I was like 190 pounds, and then I was only 190? there for 90. Yeah, I was only there for four days, and when I got on the flight to go to New York, I was 180. So like it just it does it just comes off me like because I am that much of a oh, fat you just punch. eat like a bastard. Yeah, I eat like the man. vs food, fella. <laughs> I do, lad. I'm not messing. I go for main no, meal. No That's style. the good thing about being in America, because you get a main meal and it's a big portion. <laughs> when I get a main meal in, in England, I get two main meals. So I'll get like a noodle dish and fish and chips or something. You know what I mean? You ever touch greens or yeah, I'll let like my main greens are broccoli, green beans, a little bit of asparagus every now but and you then. You
0: eat that like only for like only when you're on fight camp? Mainly, yeah. So when it's not fight camp, you just eat like a pig? Yeah. <laughs> I'll do that. Donut then, Donuts and
1: everything. Yeah, but don't you? But then, doesn't it kill your cut? Um, no, cause I'll I'll get back on a diet. Well, before it, like as I say, I'm I'm starting to lose weight now. So, like, one fifty five will be easy again. I know it will. I don't even know how you got to one forty five. Oh, 145 used to kill me, lad. I used to fight at one thirty five. When you were old? Eighteen. Well, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, and then by the time I was. Nineteen, I missed weight for the second time at bantamweight, so I had to move up. And then I was featherweight, featherweight for the for about eight fights. Never missed weight. Oh no, I did the missed weight once. Some chance shit. I did the miss weight. <laughs> Talking shit. When when you're gonna retire, you're gonna be full time. Fat yeah, fatty. If you'd ever seen um, Prince Nazim when he does <laughs> interviews, that, lad, I'm gonna look like Prince Nazim, me, lad. It doesn't worry you though, health wise. No, I don't care. I really don't, lad. I've done that much killing myself to diet and make things that when I'm when I'm retired, I just want to be happy and be having high cholesterol and being a diabetical make me happy. Other than eating and other than rolling on the mats, when are you happiest? Um, I'm chilling with me mates, that or my family, or I just like sitting around talking shit. Makes me, it does, it passes time. Great, lad, I just love sitting around, having a laugh. It's funny, but I love going on Aldi, lad. Can't be going on Aldi, going and seeing a new place, lad. Or not even a new place, lad. I went to Tenerife for like the fifth or sixth time the other week. Just because the weather's always nice there. Can't go wrong, lad. The weather in England's shit. <laughs> shite. Would you
0: want to live in, in England when you retire? Probably not. What
1: do you see life after fighting looking like for you? Well, lad, I've only been in Cali for four days and I'm fucking you're thinking about love. moving there, lad. Yeah, I'm in love. I'm in love with California, lad. You're moving, to, so. uh, you're moving to Graham's guest house. Uh, what, what did he say? San Diego. As, a, as Ron Burgundy would say. <laughs> a whale's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> is that some place you could see yourself living? Yeah, definitely. 100%. And your missus is okay with that? My missus just loves the hot weather, lad. So she'd be all right with that. I don't know what I mean? It's just obviously me mum and dad and her mum and dad. I've got family, that's why. I want to earn enough money to bring my family over with me. How much do you, you know, when you're, when you're measuring
0: your own success, is it wins and losses? Is it financial? Is it... No, it's the
1: legacy. It's the legacy that you leave behind. doesn't matter how many times you win or lose. Like, that's the legacy what you leave behind. Well, it does matter how many times you win or lose. I'm chatting shit right there. <laughs> you, know, you can't lose fucking 50 fights and win 10 and think you're a legend. Oh, exactly. But it's the legacy you leave behind. Like, there's some fighters that haven't got the best records but he's left an unbelievable legacy behind. BJ Penn, his record now is... Uh, shite. Yeah, because he's lost, like, seven of his last eight fights or something, but he's still a legend. Still one of the best 155s of all time. Is
0: there a fighter that you look to as, as you know, a role model or someone that you... No. Know?
1: No. Not at all. There's one that I look up to that he's one of my favourite fighters, Big Nog, mm-hmm. Nogueira, because... Uh, Fuck, lad, you could fucking hit him with a crowbar, lad, and he'd still keep coming forward at you. You know what I mean? Smash his head in for 24 minutes and he'll tap you with a minute to go. I feel like I could do that myself, yeah. Because I've got no quit in me, just like he hasn't. Why why is it that you and your fellow scouts just don't get knocked out? It's the chin? Must be, lad. Must be. Lad, you've just said the chin, so I've just done that, and it's just reminded me. Was got telling shave, the boys no. before, lad. You got a this shave day. this morning. I was about to say because I saw you yesterday and you're. You Guess how day. much that cost? Oh, you got a proper
0: shave, like lad. A, wait, Fifty dollars, forty. That's this lad. And
1: nearly wait, but you got the hot shave, right? Lad, I nearly shit myself when he said 35 dollars. <laughs> I nearly had brown on these. <laughs> but, <laughs> I did, lad. but wait, you had the, but you got the hot shave, right? Yeah, yeah, that's I got a nice, proper. That's... It's nice, but it's not worth fucking forty dollars. But you could get one by ours for for a tenner or something. Why do not you just do it yourself? Because I don't want to look like fucking Macaulay Culkin, lad. all <laughs> little spots here. I shaved that myself, lad. I look like fucking Home Alone, lad. I swear. All, all little cuts here, there and everywhere. I'd just, just rather go and get it done. Now it's as smooth as a baby's oh, yeah. ass. like. There's, lad. No, it, it looks smooth. It's as smooth as a baby's ass now, but when he said $35 and then the fella who we paid went, that's not his tip either. Yeah. What? just got $35 off me and you want more. But at, least you're, but at least you're looking good now. Yeah, that's it. I have to get a shave, lad, for this tomorrow, to go to MSG tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Can't be turning up there looking like Wolfman. <laughs> can't, can I, lad? I need a little El Shavo. A little clean shave. Where are you sitting tomorrow, MSG? Uh, I think where Kate's are, lad. I'll just be like oh, that. Yeah. When the camera comes around. You'll do the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Doing the fingers. What's happening?
0: <laughs> what do you, uh, well, this will probably come out a little bit after tomorrow night's event, but uh,
1: real quick, any any quick predictions for. I think Usman's winning me. Like, I think Usman knocks Colby out in two. Oh, yeah. I've said that on plenty of interviews, so I'll just say it again. I don't like Colby, he's a tit. Yeah. Um, so I think Usman's going to knock him out in two. I think Rose is going to win. I think that one's going to go all five, though. And I think Gagey's going to knock Chandler out in two rounds as well is Gaethje and Chandler obviously on your radar, maybe down the line? Yeah, is, down the line, not just, yeah. Know what I mean? They're, they're like ranked, what? Top five, I think. Yeah, two and four, something like that. Know what I mean? I proper like Gaethje as well. Yeah, I like, I proper a like Gaethje, lad. You can't not love watching that man fight. Is
0: there, you know, when you think about your career and obviously you have great management and, um, you know, you work your way up, is it hard sometimes to not get, you know, excited about fighting maybe the top guys and understanding that there is a progression,
1: yeah, there's, there's obviously that. But I know
0: you want you you to, you
1: want obviously I want to fight. Off. Yeah, I want to fight people in the top ten. But I've said it before, lad. I'm not fighting them on the wage I'm on now. Yeah, I'll keep fighting unranked guys until my contract's up, and then negotiate on a new contract, and then I'll start fighting top rank guys. You know what I mean? At the minute, like that, I'm on my standard contract. I'm not a, I'm not fighting no one. No big heavy cat on that contract, lad. How, how
0: uh... How do you continue to evolve your game um, and where do you see those places that you can improve? I mean, obviously. Well, no matter if you're the best in the world, lad, you can still improve. But that's, where where do you, you see as the, the biggest things that you try to focus on in training?
1: Um, I've, as I say, I don't know. It depends where to go. Wherever to go, lad, there's focuses on different things. Like my own, I've got my own boxing coach, lad. I go and box with professional boxers. And then in the gym, we've got about eight black belts in our gym. But then, as I say, when I'm over here, I've been training with, like, Justin Flores, J-Flo, lad, who's Olympic gold medalist in judo, know what I mean? And then I've just been in Henzo's this morning, lad, training with multiple black belts on there, Matt. so... You tapping him? Well, lad, this morning, lad, I was just going through the motions, to be honest. I was made up. When I look back at me fucking whoop band, lad, and I'd spent over 750 calories, lad, without having anything to eat, I was like, yes. So now you're gonna go eat. You're gonna go eat those. Yeah, yeah. i still still not it, nothing yet, lad. I'm, really? I'm just chilling for now, lad. Hey, it'll hey, be a nice little fast. Don't know. Uh, I haven't. Graham's been making sure that I, I don't eat uh, that much, lad. So at the minute, it's. Uh, uh, he's been keeping an eye on what I've been eating. the, the other night, he ordered. Uh, he ordered some chips, and obviously they were just there on the table, so I'm like, lad, eating a few of them. <laughs> Graham just went, boom, whipped his napkin off and just threw them over the chips I and mean, went, you're not eating no more. I was just like, yeah, bastard. <laughs> but at the same time, it was a good thing, because when there's food in front of me, I will just keep eating, lad. No, I feel the same. It's very hard to say. N- it is. I'm a grazer as well, so if, my, like, even when I'm on a diet of my mates are eating something, oh, what's that taste like, lad? Oh, yeah, it's, i uh, nah. you know what I mean? It's- I just, I'm a grazer, lad. I have to, like, have a little bit of something just to see what it's like. What's,
0: what's your what's your, if your go to meal when you're post fight big
1: knockout? I have multiple. Like if I get look if I get me phone out, here, I had what was this. Your, what was your what was your after uh, I had, I had a, Luigi. Well, when after beating him, lad, we went back to the hotel, and I had I had a Popeyes, <laughs> and then like two hours later, I had a Shake Shack, and then like two hours later, I had a Dairy Queen. So man went in, in. Yeah, wait, where's this lot? Is this all the things you eat? Uh, they, were all, they were the different.
0: Uh, let, me, let me read. Nando's. Planet Snacks. Casa Italia. Hickory's. Red Dog Saloon. Duke Street Market. Apocalypse Cow. Mowgli. My Cookie Dough. <laughs> Gourmet Kitchen. It, not this is only after list, lad. Brothers, we going. We're still shakeout. going. Is, it's literally all
1: just. It's all different scrangraphs. It's all different scrangraphs. No one well, needs to put. <laughs> why'd you, wait, but why'd you make that list like that? So that I remember... No, what I'm going to do now, I, I need to put a tick next to them. So, so that I've been there. I've been to that one. I've been to that one. That That's why I made this list. That is exactly <laughs> why I made this list. So that I could tick them off as I went along. You know what I mean? And I, and I haven't been ticking them. So it's just come to me then, lad. I need to start ticking motherfuckers off. <laughs> <laughs> but I, no, I've is I've been there. Is there a place in the city you want to... You wanna uh, well, lad, I've been to... I've been to Cat's Deli before, when I was oh. here a few years ago, but, yeah, but I, do so, well. yeah. I do want to go back there as well. I do want to go back there. Because, that that was heavy, that when I went there a few years ago. That pastrami that, that pussy, pastrami lad. with the mustard uh, And the... you would eat it. You're like, don't... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> fucking heavy, lad. Proper heavy. I don't get the mustard, me, like. I'm not a big mustard fan, but that pastrami out of there is power, lad. they have lad. good chips too. Yeah. I'm trying to think, like... Ever, I need to go to in and out Burger. Everyone keeps telling me in-, in and out Burger. Like West side, though. West yeah. West coast. Everyone keeps <laughs> but Graham's t- not going to be the one to bring you there. No, he's definitely not. No, <laughs> you have to not. go when he's sleeping. We've been going to get rice bowls and that, yeah. lads. So we've been eating, lads. We've been eating rice bowls and avocado and cherry tomatoes, lads. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Now we're just going to take a quick break to talk to you about my longtime sponsor in U.S. Wellness Meats. At uswellnessmeats.com, you can choose from over 350 foods raised the way nature intended. That includes 100% grass-fed and grass finished beef, lamb, bison, elk, and dairy. They also have pasture-raised heritage pork, wild-caught seafood, and pasture-raised poultry. These are some of the host of foods that you can find at uswellnessmeats.com where the owners are the actual farmers themselves and now they've introduced a subscription I also want to ask you, um, obviously it's been well documented. You're uh, you know, I guess probably a mentor in your eyes, but also someone you're very close with in uh Meatball Molly. Yeah. Um what's what's she been like to to, to have around as, you know, two two of you guys as very good friends going through the ranks. Great together?
1: lad. I always say it. She's she's like my big sister. Whenever we're in the gym, lad. But always having a laugh. It's even funnier as well because she's an Everton fan and I'm a Liverpool fan, lad, so I'm always just winding her up about how bad Everton are. You know what I mean? So I just get to skitter. So it is. It is funny, but like when me and Ed are on the same show, lad, we we fucking take over. Yeah, you know what I mean, like we showed it on the last UFC. I don't think we've ever lost them. We both fought on the same card either. Really? Yeah. Oh, so we got to get you guys back on the same card. Yeah. Don't think we've ever lost when we both fought on the same card, lad. So I'll, uh, we'll be back on the same card again I reckon, in the next few months, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be great, lad, especially
0: if it's in the UK what's the what's the best piece of advice she's given you not necessarily mma related about um life in general at just we
1: give each other that many bits of advice lad, that i couldn't just say one you know what i mean we've got loads of the, the fact that we're always there for each other no matter what is the best it is love We're there. we're always there for each other no matter what and it'll
0: forever be that way what's it like also to have i mean i don't know how close you are with um darren till i imagine you guys are our buddies um, he trains in a different gym, doesn't he? Okay. And, um, but, you know, still kind of.
1: Yeah, European. he's still, a lad. I was, I was
0: with him the other night. He's sand, I don't know what I mean. He's a fellow scouser, lad. You guys are, and I mean, it, it does feel, though, that, that, you know, the UFC has a lot of you guys, um, a lot of you scousers that are that are here to take over. There's
1: only three of us, lads. Don't worry, lad. I'll <laughs> get a few more people from and, my gym, sand over you know, the next few years. Is that, is that what's going to happen? That's what's going to happen, lad. Who's, who's
0: someone that we'll look back on today that you'll.
1: to keep an eye out? Lad, there's multiple lad. The the lad that's closest, I'd say, is Nathan Fletcher. He's just to be honest, he's just lost his last fight. Um, but I know he's gonna come back bigger mm-hmm. and stronger lad, than than ever before. He's just lost his last fight for the Cage Warriors Bantamweight World title lad. So I know he'll have that belt within a year and then he'll be going to the UFC lad. He's like he's like the next the next one out of them all. But then like one of my main sparring partners, lad, Adam Cullen. He's a fellow lightweight, he's only two and no pro but... He's one of the most dedicated kids going just like Nathan and he's going to go far as well.
0: What's the conversation like when you're, you know, when you have a, a friend that might have lost a fight um, and, you know, they're down about themselves. What's your best piece of advice to those fighters that, you know, because you've been there where you've had a loss and you have to bounce back. But maybe, you know, it comes a little bit easier to you, but uh, for you some people it's tough. I would
1: people you don't learn anything when you win. Yeah. Because you don't. You didn't learn anything in your last fight? No, I won. <laughs> Got- <laughs> I won, lad. I don't learn nothing. I won the fight. I didn't have to you go did. back and be like, oh, this happened and that happened because that happened, that happened, you know what I mean? You don't learn anything, lad. You just celebrate. And if you meet... Like, I don't go and party. I go and get fat, you know what I mean? So you go and get, I go and get fat, lad. Some people go and party. I used to go and party. Now I just get fat. But when you, learn, when you lose, lad,
0: it's a it's a lesson, lad. You know what I mean. But even like in the last fight, like you got clipped once, right? Yeah. Did do you feel like is that something that you take note of? No.
1: <laughs> it's not lad. It's really not. I get it. in most fights, lad. I don't. I'm not one of them. I try shy way from getting it, lad. But in a fucking fight.
0: What's 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 racing through your mind? I'm curious when you're in
1: that fight. Like what? I don't know if you. I'm gonna smash your fucking head in. But is it like is it like Anger? Is it, like, excitement No, no about? yeah. It's like, when I'm getting in the cage, dude, I'm proper excited, proper eggy. It's like that. Wanting to get in there, lad. Wanting to get going. You know what I mean? And then, obviously, when you start fighting, lad, I feel like I go autopilot. I'm When I'm walking out and I'm clapping my hands, I'm smiling, I'm laughing, and then as soon as I step in the cage, lad, that's it. I've got my eyes on him, and I won't take my eyes off him. I go into, like, a
0: different zone. What? I also want to ask you about... Um you know, obviously people make the
1: the Conor comparison. I don't know if you like it or not. You don't really care. Don't really. I don't give a fuck. You know, Have you met Conor? Uh, I met him years and years ago before he ever became big. I met him when uh, I had me cage warrior's debut. When I went 4-0, oh, one of his teammates was fighting on the same show. And um, I can remember after the fight, it was the night Anderson Silver got knocked out by Warden. Oh. So we stayed up to watch it. And Conor was one of the only other ones that stayed up and... He wasn't happy when Anderson Silva got beat. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't happy. He was rooting for Anderson. Yeah, he wants Anderson to win.
0: What uh, What's it been like for you to see someone you know come from that cage where you're seen to uh, to
1: be? It doesn't surprise me. Not that I say it to people all the time. Cage What is is the best show in Europe. It's the best show outside the UFC. And for you,
0: you know, is, is the Conor trajectory something that you kind of strive for in a sense, maybe financially?
1: Yeah, financially, that's what fucking hell, that's what you're wanting. Not that. What, if you had like he's got that much that we can wipe his ass with hundred dollar bills, lad. That's what I want. If you if you had a hundred million, what would
0: you do other than wipe your ass with the dollar hundred dollar bills?
1: Um, it's the first thing you're buying? Probably Personal go and do chef. something for me, city. No, probably go and do something for the city, something that needs doing for the city. A fucking playground by us or something.
0: How much does it mean to you to be able to represent Liverpool? And oh, it's massive,
1: great. lad. It's great. I mean. Like a lot of a lot of people from my country don't like me because we say scousers not English. You know what I mean? Is that a big No, it's just point in Liverpool we consider ourselves our own type of people. You know what I mean? We're Scouses, lad, we're not we're not Englishmen. We're Scouses. Like just like people in Barcelona who are Catalonian, you mm. know what I mean? They say, No, we're we're Catalonian, we're not Spanish. We're just the same lad. But the rest of Spain doesn't hate Barcelona for saying it. The rest of England hates Liverpool for saying it. You know what I mean? But you're a proud Scouser. Yeah, I am, and I'll never be anything else.
0: I also want to ask you really quick. Um, before we got on here, you were talking about a funny story where
1: you got lost in uh, a. Yeah, I, I got lost, lad. When I was in Croatia years ago. So how long? Uh, how long was this? Um, I was a child, lad. I was before I won the belt, I think. What was it Who are you? Uh, with? I think it was before I won the belt. Lad, it was like 2019. I was a proper, proper kid. I was with two of my mates. And just went missing, lad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> went so missing.
1: You... Went missing for like 36 hours, forty-eight hours, lad. So you just went missing? Just me, yeah. They... Just me on my own. But you because so they you were just... riding, they were riding round the. We were on, We were there's a place called Hvar in Croatia, and we was in this little island called Hvar, and they were just riding round on cycles trying to find me, and I, I was just I don't know. But lad, me dad ended up coming over and everything, lad. My dad ended up coming over to, to make sure I was okay. And when my dad got on the flight, I got found. <laughs> and my dad smoked 40 ciggies on the plane. Really? Just going to the toilet and smoke, chain smoking four ciggies at once. Thinking, oh, where's my son? Where's my son? Where's my son? <laughs> Just like that, smoking bifters non-stop, blowing it down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> lad, Mark, Pim is the sickest man ever, lad. Is he is the sickest Mark,
0: man, going. How is... Are you guys... Do you guys look the same? Do you guys... Um, you have a picture of your dad?
1: Yeah, I'll have a picture somewhere, lad. Somewhere you on got, this. You've the same haircut? Uh, no, we haven't got the same haircut, lad. We haven't got the same Have you always haircut. had this haircut? No. If you go back to my first Ingeo fights... Nice
0: little selfies of you. Yeah, that's brushing me. Yeah, your
1: teeth? Yeah, sending that to Graham, because I had to get ready for something. I had to get ready for something. He was like, where are you? I was like, oh, i just, just brushing my teeth. <laughs> Yeah, favorite. it's sound the way they do this on the i on the iPhone now and if oh, people yeah, and places isn't that crazy? Yeah, there's me dad. Yeah, there's me, me brother and my sister and me dad. Wow, it's a few years ago that like is, there he, is getting he, me back. with me see a madman like you. Ah, oh, my dad's well madder than me. <laughs> well madder than me, Mark Pimo is nuts. Lad. Dad's well madder than me, lad. How so? There's some sick stories from your fella, lad. Yeah, fella's one of the sickest men going on, lad, I swear. Yeah, fella can come out for a bevy with me and my mates. Really? Yeah. That's, like, how ready he is. You know what I mean? He comes out for a bevy with me and my mates.
0: So you get the craziness from him?
1: Yeah, You're, definitely. Your mum isn't? Oh, no, my mum's the opposite, lad. My well, the you opposite. Have to ba- you have to balance. Yeah, my mum's the opposite, lad. She ever, like, Patty, what are doesn't you... doesn't like drinking at all. She's never touched any sort of weed or smoked a cigarette in her life. Never touched any in her, ever... My mum's just straight as an arrow, lad. You know what I mean? But she need, you need, your dad need, probably needs that. Uh, yeah, I need, uh, my you, dad needs that, yeah. My dad's like the crazy one, and my mum keeps him level-headed. you I need mean? that, too. Yeah, I do. Because you're, cra- you're crazy, that's too. That's what my beard's like. My beard keeps me level-headed, lad. Because uh, I can go a bit wild sometimes and be, be daft, but... My beard keeps me head screwed on.
0: And when did you... Uh, well, it was funny, too, when you made that, that video a few days
1: ago with because uh, people were talking about your hair. Uh, lad... But the you, you got, a, you got a little trim. Lad also got his little. But no one was. What'd you get? Where? The picture. I don't go the barbers. Lad. I go to the hairdressers. I have, to, I have to get a woman to do this. <laughs> what, what I have it? to get the layers. Wait. So when,
0: okay. So when you walk into the when you walk into the hairdresser, what do you say to the to the woman cutting your hair? I
1: don't have to. It's the same woman every time. It's Natalie. She does me hair every single so time. So you say
0: Natalie, give me the like. She knows what to, lad. She knows what to but do. But what is it? But I, don't, it? I don't have to say but anything. But what is it that she does? She puts layers in it.
1: That's what it is, like, you put And people noticed, like, those little trim. Was it different? Well, I know time? what it was. Because of that, I had a little trim. And then that you, picture... you trimmed the, the top right there. You no, know, that picture what I put up, I just had a head guard on. <laughs> so I just had oh. a head guard on, so my hair was back. And people thought that I had an haircut because of the way the head guard had sat me hair. So, like, I got to San... I, I put that up in the airport. <laughs> put that up in the airport before I went to San Diego. And then... Uh, I put a video, I, when I got there, my coach was sending me shit, saying, hey, it's on Reddit and all that, I went, what? That there'd been a thread made on Reddit. Paddy the Baddies had a haircut, but it was not. I was like, I haven't, I haven't had the haircut. <laughs> so because of that, I just I went, I, as soon as I got to San Diego, I was like, listen, I haven't had the haircut, just so you know. I haven't. And then I seen Pages putting up stock back up, and I was like, what? <laughs> Stop me my stock never went down anyway. I never had the aircut.
0: Wow. Oh swear lad. People people love the air. But now, but now you can't ever change you can't ever get rid of it. No. This is a trademark now this it lad. It is. But what what and when, when you first got this haircut,
1: how did you come about deciding I want this? Flat. <laughs> everyone by us just started growing the air. <laughs> they did? Everyone by us started growing me If I go back on my phone to a few years ago and find pictures of me and my mates, um one of my bet two of my best mates, twins, lad, Sam and Jack. Jack was one of the first ones to grow, was it? After Zest, like, it was Zest and Jack. But Jack's hair went... Jack used to have proper long hair, had to come out. And then Sam's ended up like a pain, you know what I mean? It could not come out. We all, like, it was mad everyone grew long hair for a few years by ours. But I kept it. Just because I looked better with long hair. I'm going to have to give a shout-out to Wade, though, because that one of my mates, Wade, when we was... He's a year younger than us, so when we were kids, when we was in junior school, he had long hair. Mm. In junior school, so oh. like seven, eight, nine, ten, he had long hair. So then, when we all started to grow out, he he was like, "I set the I, trend, lad. I set the trend. I
0: had it years ago." Have you seen people back in Liverpool that now rocking your haircut yet? Yeah,
1: there's a lot of people doing it. Like, now, like because, young kids, because they see patty and they want to be like Paddy. There's a there's a young lad who comes to our gym called Noah, little lad, and um, he's got the haircut. How do you describe he goes, he goes to the same hairdresser as me now. He sees Natalie as he well. He goes to Natalie, yeah. Shut Never goes it. to Natalie And just says Give me the paddy Give me the <laughs> So he says Goes to Natalie And just says Give the paddy What do you call it What do you call your haircut you ca- Don't I'm call th- it anything lad You say it's the paddy If you want If you want to call it the paddy lad it's the paddy You know what I mean uh, I really don't give a fuck lad People can call it a fucking bowl. lad If they want lad I don't care lad Gets called all sorts Gets called the mushroom head Or whatever I don't care, lad. It's just, this is my hair, lad, and I like it this way. And your missus loves it. Yeah, that's it. That's it's funny, know, like, because people comment on it, saying, a uh, comment on some of my stuff. All you need to do is get a haircut. Lad, if I wanted to get a haircut, I'd <laughs> get a haircut. Just go in the barbers and go, Lad, cut this for us, give us a four and a two or something. But I don't want one. So you commenting on it doesn't make a difference to my life. <laughs> People are mad, lad. People that think I'm going to listen to what they're saying on my Instagram comments go, oh, no, what, lad? You're right. You know, Derek from fucking Baltimore. I need to fucking cut me hair because I look like a douche. You <laughs> know what I mean? Nah, lad. Do what I want. End of. End of. Do what I want when I want.
0: To wrap things up, you talked about Legacy earlier I want to ask you when it's all said and done, obviously a lot of Success, personally, professionally,
1: healthy life. What do you hope the patty the Batty legacy is? I've always said that lad. I want to be the best that is, the best that was, the best that ever will be. And if you're in this sport and you don't want any other, and you don't want to be that, you're in the wrong sport. I want to be remembered, lad. I want to leave a legacy. I want people to, I want kids to aspire to be like me when they're going to a gym, lad, and training. And as a human being, though? I just want to be known as a cool motherfucker. You know what I mean? That was... Like... I'm no big, mad fucking human rights person, lad, but I want everyone to fucking live a nice life and everyone to... no discrimination and shit like that. Everyone just be cool, lad. Like I am. That's, like you are. I, I'm just... I'm like this with everyone. People meet me and some people go, ah, oh, I didn't expect you to be like that, lad. I thought you'd be stuck up your own ass. And, like, why? Just because I'm on, like, the telly now and then and I've got a few followers... I'm still a human being. I'm not a bell end. You know I, mean? I I people who get a bit of fame lad and let it go to the red and start being assholes. I, I don't like them. So I'll forever be me. I'll never change. Look at me now. This is what I'll be like forever. End of. End of. Well Patty, um,
0: thank you so much for taking the time and uh I I'm rooting for you. I know so many people are rooting for you and um you know, you're. Uh, I'm sure you're inspiring a lot of young uh, boys and girls back home. That's, all over, all that's over. That's what world. I'm
1: open, lad. I'm open. I'm inspiring lots of young little scouts kids, but not even just scouts kids. I'm open and inspiring people all over England, people all over Europe, all in America. Like being in New York and in San Diego and people stopping me for pictures and stuff like that, lad. It's it's sick, lad. It's a it's a different feeling, obviously, because I'm used to it back home. When it's happening over here, it's it different, lad. It feels a bit special, but I just can't wait to be headlining cards over here and. Proving everything right What I've said And it's coming lad, Over the next few years I am I want to Fully take over You are here To take over I am not. I'm here to take over And that's what's coming And I know it is Like I've said it for years And I'll continue to say it. I'm going to be The biggest name In this sport Period Period Yeah We'll go all American I'm going to be The biggest name In this sport
0: Period <laughs> Period <laughs> Patty the batty, Everybody Thank you
1: so much Patty. My man Thank you very much brother Boom, perfect.